welcome Here back to another episode of the 3D Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts Dylan and Dan. Sorry guys, we were on a bye week last week, clearly. Lots of lots of things going on, but here we are recapping week 15. Looking forward to week 16. Dan, how you doing? I am I'm doing well and I'm doing much better than I was last Monday night. Uh, yeah, had a little Little family illness, not COVID, but you know life gets in the way sometimes, and so we had to we had to take a bye week like the high performing fantasy teams that we are in the fantasy playoffs first week bye. Um, but we're back, we're back, yes. and what like what what a week to take off versus oh, then this week. I feel like I feel like last week was a good like normal fantasy week. You know, guys performed, and then all this COVID stuff started happening. Uh, leading up into this week, games got postponed. I mean, we're watching four games between Monday night and tomorrow. We have Tuesday games. Um, but this weekend was, like, we're going to dive into it. But my goodness, if if you were in a, if you weren't on a bye, if you were in a, a playoff matchup that mattered, and, you know, the, the old adage is it's fantasy playoffs. What do you do? You start your studs. Well, <laughs> you might be looking at some low totals uh, today. And yeah, I, was, I don't I even know what to make of it. At, I was taking a look at I'm officially out in all of my leagues. And I was looking at some of the totals in those playoff matchups compared to the teams that I have that are not playing. And my teams are posting... 130, 140, and the highest of the others are 1, 110 maybe, and it's just a interesting week. And even COVID aside, it's weird to see teams that you thought are front runners in many games, like the Cardinals. And oh, oh that was. And hats off to the Lions once again, and an extra hat. My my hat, my personal hat is off to the Lions for giving the Jags the driver's seat once again to the first <laughs> overall pick. Uh, so thank you, Detroit Lions, for winning a game that doesn't matter to you, but matters to me. And, like, yeah, lock games like that, and then you even think about, oh, yeah, Tom Brady will put up points. Not a single point was laid. Man, the Saints, the thing- the Saints have played Brady well his whole career. Uh, last night was a statement. We're going to get to all the injuries that happened in that, but let's just let's just summarize this week by looking at you know top scores at each position, and and I'll I'll start with the quarterback position. Number one QB on the week, Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley. Everyone's you know start of the week. Tyler Huntley against the Packers, fill in for Lamar Jackson. Then you got Mahomes and Rodgers. Okay. Your boy Cam Newton coming in yeah, number, number four, three, three four, yeah. yeah. Justin three, Herbert, four, yeah. Josh Allen, so some usual suspects there. Then you got Jared Goff, Mac Jones, Davis Mills, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Are you kidding me? And now this is that. pending. This is pending Stafford and Wilson tomorrow night, and I mean Fields and and uh, Cousins here, but I don't think either of them are going to have a barn burner of a night. Just wild. Wild day. I started Kyler Murray, uh, and you know he got me a solid twelve and a half. And for, that's for, yeah. a, for a quarterback that you drafted at the very beginning of the year, 
played, knew he was a really good starter, looked at his playoff schedule, and you're probably just licking your chaps at that point. Oh, every yeah. every fantasy expert, uh, every single one, number one QB on the week, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, number one, Kyler Murray. Every single site, you could have checked any single site. I put money on it. Number one was Kyler Murray against the Detroit Lions. Um, and, and, and rightfully so. Prime matchup that, you know, they were giving up a ton of points to quarterbacks. And they shut that whole team down. Just shut them down. Um, your top running back on the week, not Jonathan Taylor, who's number two, Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. Duke Are Johnson. You, who never, never had a multi-touchdown game in his career until yesterday. Duke Johnson, number one running back pending, you know, final outcomes here, but. I don't I see anyone Duke top Johnson got got some uh, paperwork and was signed a long term deal. As I don't know how long term it morning. is. Maybe uh, maybe at least another year. He was signed to the Dolphins' active roster today, so good mm-hmm. for you. So then, uh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, Jeff Wilson Jr., Eckler, James Robinson, who we're going to come back to in a second, Donta Foreman, uh, Devin Singletary. You know, because Buffalo's run game is is elite. Uh, and then you got Chubb, Elliott, and Amir Abdullah, who we called out a couple of weeks ago, said, I think, you know, I was saying Amir Abdullah might be the the sneaky option over Chuba Hubbard. Uh, and he had a decent game. Um, the wide receiver position, this is where it starts to get uh, real, real, real fun. This is where, you know, some real big boys did not uh, come out. Well, other than Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, yes. wide receiver, number one. Finally, uh, Brandon Cooks, like everybody knew he was going to do. Gabriel Davis, thanks for coming out. Christian Kirk, Amon Ross St. Brown, Russell Gage, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, who you hyped up a couple weeks ago, yep. said go get him. And Tyler Boyd, you know, the, the forgotten son on the Cincinnati Bengals offense behind Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Just it's, like... Just, it's- it's wild to see players under that big names, Debo Samuel, uh, Keenan Allen. Then you got a little further down, Devontae Adams. Uh, currently, Stephon Diggs is oh no, Stephon Diggs' game is finished. So and he's all the way at the bottom. Yeah, I mean Cooper Cup's the only one left, and DK Metcalf because Tyler yes. Lockett's ruled out. So I mean Justin Jefferson has a touchdown here tonight. He could boost that with another one. I, I mean you got you got DK going up against a pretty good Rams defense. Um, so maybe Cooper Cup, you know, does his thing that he's been doing all season long. Um, but other than that, just a weird, weird week. The tight ends aren't yeah, so on the, crazy. On the tight ends, studs came out. They played Kelsey, Andrews, Henry Schultz, Kittle, Ertz. Pitts even had like a decent game, not a great game, but he wasn't uh, locked off the entire time. Mm. I think that's about it. And then when you kind of look at kickers, if you played anyone but Zane Gonzalez, I'm sure you did fine. Oh, and Ryan suck up. But if you played anyone else, you probably had a <laughs> decent day. Um, I had both, and it was a great time. Um, on the week, Jaime Fairbairn, Chris Boswell, Patterson, McPherson, and Maher. That Brett one game. Maher, three for three, led his team single-handedly. Oh, Led the New Orleans Saints to a victory. Single. 
single single footedly as i would say single footedly wow um yes yeah, single footedly so obviously defense is on the week new orleans posting a shutout and dallas pittsburgh indy new york even and houston who would have thought well they were playing the jags what so yes but uh yeah and and it and it's was. continuing already so we mentioned you know all the covid stuff so ton tons of players testing positive for covid a lot of names being ruled out um, and it's continuing already today so today we saw travis kelsey hit the list uh, harrison butker also on the chiefs on the chargers joey bosa has tested positive they already ruled him out for next week there was a report that austin eckler was added to the list that's since been corrected apparently he's not but he did miss practice today but he's not on the list so this is monday by the time you listen to this tuesday if you're an austin eckler owner they play they don't play till sunday but um monitor it right he's, he's got some ankle ish injury brandon staley says you know he's just banged up he still went out there he he is by and large their most effective runner justin jackson did have a good game he's clearly the number two option i think if you're in a playoff match if you're an austin eckler owner justin jackson needs to be on your bench you don't necessarily doesn't mean you have to start him but the great insurance policy that i would rather have versus my opponent potentially having it if i'm an austin eckler owner um those were the two big names today there's a lot of other players on it tyler lockett is on it for tomorrow night washington doesn't even have like a team or coaches to put on the field tomorrow i don't know it's gonna be ron rivera and like you know his nephew maybe trotting they, out there they, like whatever fans they want to bring onto the sideline they don't have a team let alone a name these days so uh that uh, that whole, whole organization of a shamble but yeah as dan kind of was saying there were 47 players that were placed on reserve covid list um as a result of positive tests um as he said travis kelsey joey bosa uh Tyler Lockett, and if you're in a super flex league for some reason and playing Jared Goff, he's also yeah. there. Yeah, he might, he must have, you know, he had such a good game and that must have just, you know, had a lovely time last night. Um, yeah, and somehow, too hard. Somehow tested positive for COVID today. Um, right now, not seeing any big concerns for the Thursday night game between the 49ers and the, the Titans. The one good piece of news is that the Titans – indicated that aj brown can return from ir will we see him this thursday you're gonna have to keep an eye on those practice reports to see if he's gonna play but at least it's a step in the right direction because that team is in shambles i I said it a couple weeks ago um that i was fully confident that the colts are going to catch them and take that division Uh, i think they're one game apart now and the the titans keep losing and the Colts keep going in the opposite direction. I think I think the Colts are going to win that division. Yeah, hey, that seems like it. Is that a laundry machine I hear? That is a lot. That's my laundry machine. Very uh, nice. That's also, the sack sack machine from our live game here. Uh, Justin yeah. Jones just getting a big old sack. Uh, did he did he fumble did it too? Fumble? No, they they held on to it. It does feel a little bit of fumbling problem this game with Matt Nagy calling all the plays because Bill Lazor is also out with COVID. Um, well, let's let's stop with the, the negativity. The COVID. The, the drab that is 
who's on the COVID list. Um, all I'll say with that, schedules. yeah, all I'll say with COVID as far as the strategy goes going into these semifinals or, you know, two-week finals, whatever you've got, is monitor it, have a plan. If guys are playing late Sunday or Monday or if games are getting postponed, if if you're in like a toss-up between two guys, play play the guy who plays earlier and you know he's you know he's going out there you know if you don't want to take a risk again this is between two guys who are very close like if you're trying to decide you know obviously i have cooper cup in the league i am risking it i'm playing cooper cup i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bench cooper cup for anyone um but if you've got two guys who are like eh, they're right next to each other maybe in my mind or what i'm seeing online as far as rankings go play the guy who plays earlier uh, but yes playoff schedules Let's talk about some some what should be juicy matchups. Now, again, Cardinals should have been a juicy matchup yesterday. But what uh, what are you looking at going into week? What are we going into week 16? Next week, what matchups do week you 16. like? Ooh, uh, that's a really good question. Being out in the playoffs, uh, sometimes it's really hard to focus on that. You've mailed it in. Um, I almost almost have mailed it in, but you know, since we're running a podcast, I will keep it going. Um, high scoring game again. Looking at this Should last be. week, very hard, very hard to uh, assess. But I really like that Colts and uh, Cardinals game. Two really high scoring offenses. Lots of points can go on the board. So I like Kyler Murray having a bounce back game. Um, I like AJ Green also catching a, a few more balls and a few more targets. Um, so that could be potentially good. Uh, another one that I really like is Buffalo and uh, the Patriots. So uh, those hmm. are my two kind of games. Explain that, that one. I, explain that one for me because two weeks ago, that was not a very high scoring. The Patriots played the Bills very well. They did, but I feel like the Bills. They're trying to battle for that at least wild card spot, which I think they're currently out of. Um, and depending on how the Bills are in a, the Bills are in a playoff game. spot, they're one game back of the Patriots for the division. So if they want to secure that, they might want to win that game. So I think the Bills will come to play, and it won't be as much of a windy game, hopefully, uh, as they played last time. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully. Uh, but that's, again, something to monitor. And fire up your Cowboys is all I would say on the other end. My third game of the week uh, facing Washington football team or a team of players as we are kind of looking at it right now. So uh, fire up Zeke, fire up Pollard, fire up CD, fire up everyone that you can on that side of the ball. Um, because I would say you're looking at Points bonanza. That's what I'm saying right now. Uh, yeah, it's another one you? of those rematches, right? Like Cowboys and Washington played each other two weeks ago. It was 27-20. It was a bit of a weird game um, all around. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't know that I'm as confident in Kyler Murray to have a bounce back against the Colts as, as you are. I mean, and this isn't because they lost to Detroit. And... But is it I mean, a little bit? Well, they looked they looked out of sorts, and this was with Chase Edmonds back. 
Um, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is done for the season. Um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins has missed other other games. Kyler was out for some of those too, and he still has weapons with Christian Kirk. You mentioned AJ Green. Rondell Moore is getting an MRI today, so they don't know if he's going to be available. But Zach Ertz is reliable. Um, I think I think they're confused as to what kind of team they need to be. Whether it's you know a running team, whether that's with their running backs or Kyler or a throwing team, um, and the Colts are just on such a high right now. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is just playing out of his mind. That is a run-first team. They chew clock. Um, they long drives. You know, Carson Wentz is limiting the mistakes that he's been making. So it's I don't know. I feel like it. It has the potential if if Indy has it their way that that's going to be a lower scoring game. They're going to eat a lot of clock. Um, some speaking, games, speaking of Jonathan Taylor, that's also like cementing maybe your number one overall pick for next next year. So I I yeah I don't see the argument doing. against it. Like yeah, the guy is just that. Like if that O line stays together, you know, healthy preseason leading up to your draft. Um. You know, third going into his third year in the league, it's 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 insane what he's doing um, on the Colts, and it's and it's a team that is committed to the run, like I said. So, yeah, I I think you might see JT go off the board number one in a lot of drafts next year. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as what I'm looking at, I, I I'm more looking kind of positional. Um, I really like Russell Gage, and I know a couple of weeks ago I said not the case, and this is against those Detroit Lions that the Cardinals couldn't get anything done, but Russell Gage is putting up strong numbers out in Atlanta. Um, it's a game in Atlanta. Atlanta is fighting for their playoff lives. Uh, they took the loss to the the Niners there yesterday, so they lose this game, they're done. Um, I think Russell Gage has a good day. I really like the Chargers defense against Houston. I mean, that's kind of a gimme. I feel like I'm cheating on that one. Um, but I, yeah, I would assume that a lot of people dropped the Chargers because they played the Chiefs this past week, so you could probably find the Chargers on your wire. Um, and then I guess, you know, I'll, I'll stick with you and your your Bills Patriots. Gabriel Davis coming off that huge performance. And the guy has just been finding the end zone now for multiple weeks. Manuel Sanders was out in this game, so that definitely helped. Um, I think if Emmanuel Sanders is out again, yeah, confident there in, in firing up Gabriel Davis as a flex. Gets New England this week, then he gets Atlanta. Um, so that could be a two-week good play for you there. Who are- who are you more interested in firing up, Gabriel Davis or this Chicago-style pizza that we're seeing right now? It was a good, it made me hungry. Not gonna lie, that commercial. <laughs> um, and I just ate dinner not that long ago, but um, I I can't ever say no to pizza. So, um, as far as like potential for high-scoring games go. Yeah, I don't know. They're they're all kind of, I mean, the Chargers offense could explode against the Texans. I think the Rams, despite what we're seeing here on Monday Night Football um, and the Bears struggling to put up points against the Vikings, I think the Rams come out next weekend um, and really take it to the Vikings. So I think uh, not that you need encouragement to start guys like Cooper Cup, but I mean, I'd be confident rolling out OBJ, uh, Van Jefferson, and we'll see tomorrow night with with Daryl Henderson expected to be back. Um, the the breakdown between Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson, from what I've been seeing and reading, it sounds like Sony Michelle will be the running focused back, and Henderson will get more of the pass catching work. 
more laundry being done in the Dylan Pereira household, which is always yeah. good. Um, and I also think this Thursday night game against the Niners and Titans could be a, a scary point total. Um, I mean, Kittle is just humming right now, and, and Debo Samuel is being more effective as a running back than as a wide receiver. Mm-hmm multiple weeks in a row now with a rushing touchdown i mean debo samuel and i, I, I want to do this next week and, and we'll talk about it but i want to do you know our, our our fantasy awards of the season where we hand out our very coveted highly sought after 3d awards um so a little teaser for next week's show to come on back and make sure you check it out but there's a little foreshadowing as to uh you know who a nominee for steal of the draft might be. And, and I think it's, uh, I'm just going to give it away that one of the nominees of that award is Debo Samuel. Yes. Um, and one more game, which is a quick segue is uh, Tampa against Carolina, not because it's against Carolina, but it's because Tampa didn't score anything this week. Tom Brady will want to score as many points as he can playing his next yeah. game. So, well, let's, play. let's get into that. It's a good, that's a good segue into the Bucks. Um, and what happened last night. I also really like that game um, as a bounce back for Tom Brady. I mean, let's also, it was 9 nothing. So, yes. yes, they didn't score any points, but they only gave up nine points. That Tampa defense is is very good. I'm afraid of what they're going to do to the Panthers next week. Yes, uh, me def- too. Regard- and, and regardless of who the starting quarterback is, and I know Rule said he wasn't committing to whether it's going to be Newton or Walker, once again, um, I don't really both. care. I don't really care who it is. I think they're both in trouble. Um, but a lot of injuries. So Chris Godwin done for the season with an ACL injury. They didn't say it was a complete tear of an ACL, but I mean, you got to assume it's some type of tear or injury to the ACL. So he's out for the season. Um, we also saw Mike Evans go down in that game, Leonard Fournette. Now, Mike Evans, they're saying avoided serious injury he may be fine for this week leonard fournette sounds like he might miss a game or two um, also with a hamstring injury which means ronald jones is the next guy up um other than that antonio brown is set to come back this week um he returned to practice today after his three game suspension I would. He's, I mean, he's owned in 67% of ESPN leagues. So 33% of leagues, he is out there. I'd go get him. I mean, he's proven to have chemistry with Tom Brady. I think between him and Gronk, um, if Perriman comes off the COVID list, you got Scotty Miller. But this, Brady's going to come out with a a purpose um, to put up points. Yes. So, yeah, Especially third. with all the injuries that are going on. Yeah, start Antonio Brown. That which, which coming from you is big because two years ago. Didn't like him last year. Two years, two, ago, two years ago on this show, you said cut him. Cut him outright. This was when he was going through the legal troubles when, you know, wasn't sure what was happening. Dylan went on this show in its, in its heyday. And I said, said he will get cut. And he did. And he did. This year, a little bit different. Now you got to sign him, play him. Hope he gets you that fancy trophy. 
cross your fingers he doesn't do something stupid. But this, I, I Bruce Arians has said, you know, he's, he's given him one more chance. Um, this is it. This is this is the final straw for Antonio Brown, and he could win you a fantasy championship. So let's he see what happens. Can. Um, the we talked a lot about the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I am concerned. I am concerned about. I mean, they've they've dropped now into fourth place in the conference. They have a tough matchup against the Colts coming up here. Um, it. I'm not going to say you know they're they're going to risk dropping out of the playoffs, but following that they play the Cowboys in Dallas. And then they play the Seahawks at home. So, I mean, that should be a gimme. But if they keep playing like that, you know, what was a Super Bowl contender a week ago is now, mm-hmm. you know, people are questioning. Um, and it's it just shows how close right now, especially in the NFC, a lot of these teams are. I mean, the Packers locked up their division yesterday. They look strong, but they've got questionable playoff history. You know, especially coming into that NFC championship game. But anytime you can run the playoffs through Lambeau Field in cold weather, I like the chances of the Green Bay Packers. I don't know about you. Oh, I like that too. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, let's let's bring back my favorite segment of this season. Happy trails. Happy trails. Happy trails. To you, till we meet again. And this, you know, a couple weeks ago we we debuted Happy Trails, and it was more about players that you were absolutely done with. And and to be true to the segment, I mean, Dylan, if there's a player that you think you know people should absolutely be done with, feel free to nominate them. But this is more of a of a real football Happy Trails, and this happened last week, right at the beginning of last week, while we were we didn't do an episode. Um, and the Jacksonville Jaguars relieved head coach Urban Meyer of his duties. They fired him with cause, with cause, voiding his contract um, after, you know, Josh Lambeau came out and said he kicked him. There was obviously the previous incidences and all of the, the evidence to go against him. Long story short, Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer 13 games done. Um, once again, Jacksonville will search for a head coach in the offseason. And hopefully they do a little bit better this time. But why, what it means for fantasy, and we saw this yesterday, is that James Robinson does have relevance in the fantasy playoffs for your team because it was really looking bleak prior to that news. It was, you know, I was, James Robinson was on my bench in the league. I owned him. I had no trust in him, no trust in the play calling. And I fired him up this week. And I think you can continue to fire him up. They play the Jets this week, which is another great matchup. Um, and with him gone, James Robinson is their best player. Uh, and he will be used as such, as says their interim head coach. 100%. And uh, even at the beginning of the draft, I remember looking at Travis. Was it Travis Etienne? I can't remember. His yeah. Name. yeah. Uh, and James Robinson and being like, ha, don't know. Then obviously Etienne went down season ending injury and everyone's looking at James Robinson being like, hmm, will he do anything? 
started to do well at the very beginning, uh, middle, not so much. And then obviously with Urban Meyer just not letting him play to his capacity, you just don't know what to do. And if you're in keeper leagues or in mostly keeper leagues, I can't really give you advice on dynasty leagues right now, but uh, if you're in keeper leagues, it's someone you might want to kind of pay attention to because you may have dropped him real late and he might, might be kind of a steal uh, for next year. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Obviously, yeah, it depends on your keeper league setup. Um, if you drafted him before the Etienne injury, then, yeah, you probably did get him at a decent value. Um, afterwards, you know, he, he shot up the draft boards. Dynasty is a bit more difficult to gauge James Robinson because, obviously, Travis Etienne, we don't know how much that pick was influenced by Urban Meyer. Now, James Robinson is an undrafted running back who league history shows, you know, they don't have a great track record. There's not a ton of undrafted running backs that have gone on to be, you know, Hall of Famers. Um, Etienne was a first round pick. This is a backfield that I don't know that I want to touch next year if they're both healthy, because um, I really don't know what it's going to look like. But for now, he's the only game in town. Carlos Hyde had a concussion last week. Um, you know, we'll see if he clears protocol for this game, but aside from James Robinson, I'm still not touching anyone on this team because they are still a train wreck. Um, mm-hmm. and they are in dead last place and looking to get another first overall pick in yeah, 2022. Real good for next year. Uh, any other happy trails, like any players, not like for fantasy purposes, not real, not real life here, but, uh, any players that you're, you're saying, you know, don't don't drag them into the playoffs on your team. Oh boy, that's a uh, that's a real real good one. Um, I have a couple players in my head, but um, just Green Bay. If you got them, drop them. Not worth playing for the rest of the playoffs because they get Baltimore, Cleveland. Oh, the defense. Defense. Sorry, yes, not not players. I, I'll come to my players, but. If you're looking at streaming defenses for the playoffs, I don't feel comfortable playing against either Baltimore or Cleveland for a year. Well, they played Baltimore this week. Just just reminding you. Oh yes, that is that is why. So they had minus uh, one point. Minus one, or in uh, some other leagues, maybe just a flat zero. Um, so you get Cleveland, and uh, it's not not quite a team that I'm looking well, to. Hang on. I'll play devil's advocate on the Cleveland piece because after what I just watched against the Raiders, if if Baker Mayfield is still out, you know, if if all of their players are still unable to clear the COVID list, it's in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. I would start I would start Green Bay against Cleveland. I think that's a, a especially if Jair Alexander comes back this week, which he has been practicing. Um but for the the following weekends, Minnesota, yeah, I, I don't know that you take Green Bay to your championship game, but they've been playing solid defense this yeah. week aside. I mean, Baltimore, a bit of an outlier running quarterback. They can't really um, stop that. But On uh, on the tight end scope of things, I would be dropping Ricky Seal-Jones and not looking back. He's either been injured or he's just been letting you down this, what was it, week 14? He just posted maybe one. 1.3 points this past week. Uh, no, he plays Tuesday, so if you have him and are 
relying on him, I really wouldn't. I, I hope I hope you're not relying on Ricky Seals Jones. Um, and then uh, a couple a couple other names. Uh, one name that Dan uh, has brought up a couple times is uh, Tyler Conklin. Uh, he's currently playing now, so we we don't know what the outcome of this is going to be. But uh, against the uh, Rams defense next week, I don't think I would be playing him in a tight end role. No, um, I'd be immediately dropping Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, if you still have Mike Davis on your team for whatever reason, um, drop drop as fast as you can. Um, and if you're still I was to the very bitter, bitter end. I'd be dropping Marvin Jones Jr. Oh. I was really hoping he had a turnaround at the last end of the season because of that schedule. Uh, but nope, nothing. So that, yeah, I think I think my happy trails. If if any if it was going to happen, it would have been this week against the Texans. And I mean, he's got the coaching familiarity there. Um, but yeah, no, I don't. You can't trust any other any player not named James Robinson on the Jags. And uh, hey, I, I'm with you on the Conklin thing. His streaming his streaming matchups are over. And if you're still hoping for one more week out of Allen Robinson and just maybe think that next week no. is his week, nah. No. Just if you haven't dropped him, if you haven't sent him the waivers, go for it and you won't look back. I think what a lot of people are going to be struggling with more is, you know, who do I start? After like after this week, you know, like Najee Harris had four and a half points, and they play the Chiefs this week, who, despite early season struggles, their defense has been on fire. I mean, the Chargers, you know, put up points and and they they kept it respectable, but um, I don't know, I don't know about this Pittsburgh Chiefs game. I, I I mean how 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 do you bench Najee Harris, right? Yeah, at this point at this point you've played your studs, you've started your studs. There's not much you can do other than play everyone that you've drafted in those early first rounds, unless yeah. they're on COVID, unless they're out, unless they're injured. Obviously, don't play them, but look for replacement players for those that are out. So uh, you have Chris Godwin, you have Mike Evans. So look for uh, runner-up players. Um, the guy yeah, that I, mean, I said never to play. If, and if I'm a Godwin owner and if, if I'm a Godwin owner and Russell Gage is available, I think I'm going to get Russell Gage um, or Gabriel Davis. You know, Amon Ross St. Brown coming against the Falcons. Player. Yeah, now that's Jared Goff's on COVID. Jared Goff's not playing. Uh, I'm not. I'm not Don't in love him. with Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, but those are kind yeah. of the big names and Josh Reynolds I wouldn't count on to have another big game again without Jared Goff. Uh Marcus Callaway against the Dolphins. I don't love it. I mean Zay Howard. I don't love it. No. So it's yeah, I guess on the flip side of that Najee Harris question, I'm interested to know your thoughts on Clyde Edwards Alaire. He had nine points this past week against the Chargers. Um Steelers defense played not great from three quarters yesterday. And then the fourth quarter, they decided, oh, we're the Pittsburgh Steelers. We used to be good at defense. 
Um, I mean, Dante Foreman ran all over them. But is this a is it a trap for Alaire, or is this a game where the Chiefs figure out their run game again? I say I say it's a trap game at this point uh, in the season, so so late and deep into the season. You know Patrick Mahomes. You know how he plays. He's not looking for run games. He will do the RPOs, but he's looking to get those deep shots, those deep bombs, or those uh, quick plays. And uh, with, even when it without, comes to, I'm just thinking. So with Kelsey yeah. on the COVID list, yes. If he doesn't play, okay, you've got Tyreek Hill, but you know, McCole Hardman, Byron Pringle, Josh Gordon, Flash Gordon. Um, you know, do do any one of those guys figure it out, or do they get Alaire and Williams involved more in the pass catching game in this? And do you see Mahomes potentially run the ball a bit more if they're gonna win? It's just interesting because you know, the last time we last time we saw the Chiefs without Travis Kelsey was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember yeah. what that offense looks like without Travis Kelsey. It's uh, a little hard to say, but I I almost look at CEH uh, the same way I do Craig Reynolds from the Detroit Lions. Is, um, they're probably going to get the same amount of work. One will run a little bit more, a little bit further than the other, but um, I just... If, Let's say he, you draft him in the first round, most likely, and he's your only running back, and um, you don't have anyone like Mixon or um, anyone else that went in the second round. Then I'm just completely blanking on that's currently uh, alive Nick, and not injured. Nick Chubb. Um, yeah, Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Um, those Kareem Hunt wasn't going in the second round. You took Kareem Hunt in the second round. God bless your soul. <laughs> uh, but uh, these kind of players and second round you kind of might just have to cross your fingers close your eyes close the drapes and uh, hope that everything (laughs) goes but um if you have other players i would kind of scope it out yeah i would i would play i would play mixin i'd play um obviously naji jt you know any of those star running backs over but if you are handcuffed and that's kind of all you got I, yeah, Mixon, Mixon left. Here's a good question. Yeah. Here's a good question. Who would you rather start, Clyde edwards Lair or Tony Pollard? Oh, yeah. See, that oh, man, this die, as a Zeke owner, I own Zeke in a league, and I benched him this week. I, I benched Zeke in a plat for James Robinson, and mm-hmm. it, I mean, it paid off not by a huge difference. James Robinson had one and a half more points. Um. But I was struggling with that decision because of Tony Pollard, who was a game time decision. And then it was, yeah, he's going to play. Now, he played his normal role. So I think that was a little bit more of coach strategy to, you know, we're not sure if we're going to have Tony Pollard or not, but they knew he was going to play. Um, again, going up to Washington, you don't have to look very far back to see what happened two weeks ago. That's when Pollard ripped off that huge run. I think it was like 50 something yards for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, Here, I'll give you. I'll even. Give or no, you sorry, I'm I'm lying. That's that's the that's the week Pollard didn't play, and Zeke only had 12 carries for 45 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington is a good run defense. They they've despite not having 
Chase Young. Their their run defense has improved significantly in the past few weeks. Now we'll see what happens tomorrow night. Um, you know, if if obviously if there's more injuries or anything like that, that would maybe make that D line a bit more questionable. Or if this is Tuesday for you tonight. Yeah, I think I think I'd go C H over Tony Pollard. Okay, let me give you a few more to see. This is the echelon that I'm kind of picturing him in. So would you do CEH or Rashad Penny against Chicago? Oh, God. Um, yeah, I mean, Homer's on the, the COVID list. No, I think I, I, I still take CEH. Okay, A.J. Dillon or CEH? A.J. Dillon against Cleveland. A.J. Dillon. Uh, Javante Williams or CEH? Who's Denver? Javante or Melvin. Denver against Las Vegas. Oh, I'd take uh, I'd take Javante. Uh, or, here's a here's a fun oh or or Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean they're they're playing both of them equally and they're both having success. Here's one you um, might want to pull pull your hair out. Uh, David Johnson or C E H. No, no, that's it's not it's not even a it's not even a okay, good question. So, that, so there's so there's one end of the spectrum. So just a little <laughs> bit a little bit higher, would you do Devonta Freeman or CEH? No, I'd still do CEH. Okay, and then how about Chase Edmonds? Do you think he'll have a bounce back or CEH? No, you know what? And until I see it, Chase Edmonds is staying on on my bench. So I know, I yeah. So there, you you've there proven you that I would I would start CEH in a lot of matchups. Yep. So that's kind of like those are the tiers that you're looking at, and if if you have some of these other players and go, obviously, if you're playing, you have Kamara, Taylor, Cook, Eckler, Harris, Henderson, Elliott, or Daryl, obviously Fournette is out. Uh, even Barkley, Mixon, Aaron Jones, those studs you're playing no matter what. But if you don't have those guys, CH is a worthy play. It's just you got to just hope, hope for the best and see what happens. I just want to make a Justin Fields comment as I'm watching this game. This this kid needs to learn to get rid of the ball. Yes. Um, you know, Those too many of these. Players. He's scrambling, you know, and he's trying to turn it back. He's trying to do the Kyler. Kyler always does this thing, you know, when he's dropping back and he spins the opposite way. And every defense knows it's coming, but he's just so quick. Justin Fields, got to get rid of that ball. He took like that's, a 15-yard uh, sack. Yeah. I struggle. Um, I struggle. And struggles. Struggles. Struggles are real. I think so. So this will be our most likely second. This will be the second last podcast. And our last one will be next week. We'll do kind of a bigger show for you next week. We're going to do our award show. We'll do a little DFS play for the week. And, uh, you know, We'll just wrap it all up, and wow, season came and just went, just like that, eh? Well, you know, when you start three quarters <laughs> of the way through it, it uh, yeah, that can happen. But uh, uh, that can happen. We'll 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 have a good plan for some off-season content leading up to your drafts. We'll have a couple of mock drafts, but we'll talk about that next week. Until then, good luck in your semifinal or week sixteen matchups, whatever those mean for you. Um, okay. As always, thanks for listening. And uh, check and, us out on Instagram uh, yeah, for, for our picks of the week. Test. What? Positive and test negative. <laughs> hey.
2022. I We're saw I saw, saw a meme online when you realize that 2022 is pronounced 2022. <laughs> I saw something else online when I saw uh, one of these young teenagers. This is a children's show. I don't want to know what you saw online. Nope, nope. I saw uh, on TikTok a teen looking at an iPod Shuffle, one of the clip ones, thinking it's a hair clip, and said, ooh, look at this foreign, um, what do they call it, artifact. And I was oh, like, ooh. iPod Shuffle. use that. You oh, didn't know boy. what was coming hey. next. You didn't know what song was coming next. I guess that's why they called it a shuffle, but... Anyways, that sure is. Anyways, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week to uh, end off the fantasy season. And, you know, like I said, stay positive, test negative. We'll see you later. Thanks.